Hello and welcome everyone back to the Reader Copy Podcast. It is Wednesday, July 27th. My name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host Daniel. Yes, welcome everyone to the podcast. Another batch of Reader Copy coming at you. It out is of the oven. <laughs> out of the oven? Yeah. Fresh baked. Oh, it's burning my fingers. <laughs> what If we were baked goods, what what are we? Is it cookies? Mm, cookies is good. What's the, What kind of cookie would you suggest? A snickerdoodle? I don't like snickerdoodles. That's, yeah, I think maybe snickerdoodles is not the most popular one. But it's you, my favorite. Uh, no, chocolate chip is, is universally the best one, it's, obviously. It's the most popular, like everyone because, will say they like it and because, yeah maybe maybe people most people say it's their favorite but it's not mine it's just like i can get a i feel like there's a chocolate chip cookie within a yard from me at any moment so it's like it's not special okay all right uh where do you land on oatmeal raisin oh that's actually a surprise hitter like those are pretty good I like um, the ones that you'd buy, like it was baked that day or something, and they're like chewier. Oh, yeah. But the ones that are in a package and are hard. What? You know what I'm talking about? Like a, whatever, like you buy at Safeway, oh, like prepackaged, yeah. processed cookies. Manufactured. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't like those. The oatmeal ones specifically or just all cookies in general? Well, specifically oatmeal, but I guess, yeah. I'd, if I could have fresh baked, I would prefer fresh baked cookies. Yeah. The, a fresh baked oatmeal cookie is leagues yeah. better. Like the discrepancy is way more. I remember when I was a kid. Yeah, they used to make fresh baked cookies in like elementary school. Yes. Oh yeah. I was a tubby kid. <laughs> I was like really chubby. I didn't like going to physical education. <laughs> that was the only time I was running in school was <laughs> running to get to that that fresh baked cookie. It cost fifty cents. I remember I had I yeah. had two quarters every day, and it was for that cookie. You'd smell it in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. I'm sprinting because they'll run out of the oatmeal one specifically. That's the good one. Oh really? Yeah. Ours was always just, just chocolate chip. No, we had variety. Oh, man. Yeah. So you went that's, to a fancy school. Maybe. Would maybe. you go to elementary school? Harvard? <laughs> <laughs> How you like them apples? <laughs> um, Oreo cookies are good, but I can't have a lot because... Are you, do you have it with a glass of milk? That's a different story. Yeah. Even with milk, I feel like just because your mouth, you, you after two, your mouth looks like an Oreo crumble all over your teeth and like... You know what I'm talking about? Like you, I can tell if you just ate Oreos. Absolutely. You can tell anyone that's just ate Oreos. Yeah. I don't care. I just ate Oreos. It's a good time. <laughs> no. Because sometimes it'll be like in a pack of six or something. And I'm like, I could eat like two of these right now. Yeah. Where are you finding a pack of six? Oh, like- Like, like in your lunch. Pre-packaged. Okay. Yeah. But that's not how I how I rock. Mm, okay. I'm, I got a whole package to myself and I'll do, no. I'll do, uh, there's three in three rows. Yeah. I'll have a row. Like that's a day's wow. worth of cookies. Oh my God. If, if I'm getting Oreos, it's, it's like, like a dozen Oreo cookies. I know I'm going to feel sick for like the week because I'm going to chowing down And they're these. double stuffed, huh? Yeah, well, Yeah. <laughs> Are you a split kind of Oreo? Take it apart or... Like if you have milk, are you taking it apart or are you just dunking it? I'm just dunking it. Yeah. Mm. The uh, splitting apart, I'll do that just to switch it up. It's not an every cookie, Oreo cookie deal for me. When you dunk it in the milk, because I also like, yeah, if there's milk, maybe I'll eat a little bit more. Yeah. But there's the piece that you're holding that doesn't get dunked. So it's like, oh, all of this is like soft and chewy. And then there's like one crunchy piece. Or do you just go ahead and put your fingers through the milk? I like this question. These are the hard hitting <laughs> questions. We get down to the core. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a fingertips in the milk kind of guy. Oh, uh, just so submerge all the way. Absolutely. My fingers have Oreo dust on them already. <laughs> just adding more flavor. Okay. I'm gonna who's drinking the milk? I am. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, but where have your hands been? In the Oreo box. <laughs> like what? 
All right, last question. Okay. Nutter butters. Oh, wow. Are we yay or nay, or are they better than Oreo? Oh, uh. I think personally, <laughs> I do like them better. The if you have a milk, Oreo goes better with the milk. Yeah. But nutter butters, but I if you think- have a jar of jelly. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> It's, it's just a nut of butter. I think I like the nut of butters better on, on average. Nut of butters better? Better experience. Oreo. <laughs> so what was that? <laughs> I don't know. Oreos are pretty good. And like even um, like chocolate chip, the best one, you could also okay. just dunk that in milk. Yeah, that's good too. Are you a chewy guy or? Oh, I'm yeah, chewy all chewy. the way. It's basically not baked. Yeah. Which everyone uh, likes. A crunchy cookie is like no. like a crunchy chocolate chip cookie, like a Chips Ahoy regular. It's like, get out of here. It's like, get get out of here. <laughs> Literally leave. Ahoy would ya. <laughs> and then the ones that are branded like Chips Ahoy Chewy, like it's, it's close, but still not like, that's not a cookie I prefer. Which one? Chips Ahoy Chewy. Yeah. I yeah. like that. That's not, I, I want a real cookie. No, that's what I'm that's saying. Like that's like machine like. made cookies. No, it's just un, basically unbaked. No, I want an old grandma in the kitchen. Baking the Rolling cookies. some dough. All right. Mixing in some chocolate chips. No. And then putting it on a cookie pan. I actually think average wise, like I'd probably have a better experience with a prepackaged Chips Ahoy cookie than a uh, chocolate chip cookie from, let's say, like, what, I don't know, wherever the hell. Yeah, I think so. What? Oh, come on. I think so. I think so. No, I get my cookies from a tree made by elves. Okay, now we're onto something. I like those circle ones where they have like the drizzle on top. Lines. Those are good. They are good because the bottom half is just chocolate. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I'd eat way more of those compared yeah. to all these other ones. Okay, they're called crackers, but to me they're cookies. Animal crackers, like animal cookies. Oh, Like in a box, like a circus box. Yeah, with a handle. Yeah, those are great. I used to love those. They're good. It's more like a biscuit, right? Like I... I think they're sweet though. Well, yeah. I I I I didn't get them that much when I was a kid. If I'm getting an animal-shaped biscuit... I used to get them until... When I was an only child, I used to get them a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well... And then the budget changed. When... when, (laughs) This guy came around. We upgraded. The animal-shaped cookies are now pink and white. Oh, those uh, are those... just straight sugar. Yeah, that's, I'm I'm here for it. I could like I like those, but it's like I, I I have to be ready for them. Like I don't want them all the time. I want them all the time. No, because they have like hard sprinkles on them. Yeah, and like. I'll, I'll get them when I want them, which is maybe once a year. I haven't gotten them in a while, but I think growing up, because it's just like basically straight sugar, that was my favorite. Yeah, there's cookie. barely any cookie in it. Yeah. <laughs> It's just frosting, basically. <laughs> I haven't got those at all. I'm going to get those. Those are really good. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know we've talked about almost <laughs> all cookies, but uh, the cookie cereal, you know what I'm talking about? Cookie yeah. Crisp? Cookie crisp. They're, I mean, okay. they're not cookies. They look like cookies. I think they are cookies. Really? It no, just, they're, they're just really like small cookies. cereal, and then they... Looks like looks like chocolate chips, but uh, regardless, I like them. Yeah, they're pretty good. It feels like you're just eating cookies with cereal. I mean, I, I like the. It's already. I'm already gonna dunk it in milk. So cereal, milk. It's already like a given. Uh, match made in heaven. Yeah, type of deal. I think so, but I, I never get that myself. There's so many cereals I'll put on top of that. That's true. Yeah, but I'm not turning them down. When I was, I've never ch- bought that. Like I've always really? been sleeping over at someone's place, and then I'm eating that. They had it. 
Yeah. I'm never buying that myself. When I was a kid, yeah. the cop was like the good guy of the commercial and the dog was dressed like a robber trying to steal the cookie cereal. But he's the mascot. Yeah, which is weird because then later they flipped it where like the dog stealing the cereal. He's still, they still look the same was like the protagonist now and the kids cheered for the dog and the cop was like the oh he's the guy trying to put a stop to everything so they didn't like him it's like the same scenario but it's just like who looks better yeah and i remember like this is so weird they flipped it flipped the switch on it yeah huh because it used to be like uh the dog is trying to it dress like a robber right you know what i'm talking about I, yeah exactly yeah. and he's trying to steal the cereal from the kids and the cop would stop him and the kids would be like yay we have cereal what does this have to do with cookies at all I have no idea. Dogs are not supposed to eat chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he has to steal them. He's not getting them. The kids are not. We're helping the dog in this situation. (laughs) The like backstories of cereal commercials are pretty dang interesting. Mm -hmm. Like um, tricks. Like what does that have to do? Why is there a bunny? And then what is it? it Tricks. Tricks. You know what tricks are. The cereal. Yeah. But like it's (laughs) based on something. What the hell is that? Uh, a lucky charms i get the idea i forgot what comedian was but he was on a, i was listening to another podcast uh-huh. and they're talking about like addiction because one guy was like talking about like really drug addiction and stuff to cereal no like drug addiction <laughs> yeah, okay. and then the other guy was like i never really was addicted the only thing I, addict, I was addicted to was tricks <laughs> <laughs> and then the, everyone thought he was talking about like the slang tricks <laughs> oh yeah and he's like no i'm talking about the cereal okay <laughs> Turning trick cereal like like yeah. that. Okay, <laughs> what the? Heck? Uh, I don't know. I'm getting like I want to have cere- uh, uh, cookies as cereal now every morning. Like you're just gonna I'm just open gonna a box of cere- or cookies, put it in some milk and have it for a cereal. <sighs> I think I've done that before. And it's like it might be healthier. I think <laughs> I think I was a kid. I was like I'm a genius. This is cereal. <laughs> Okay, well, that's it for cereal news. Yeah. Cookie news. We'll make a, a, a cookie tier list. You know what? Point. Okay, this is what I hate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I go to a website and every website has this like, accept all cookies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, I don't like oatmeal raisin. <laughs> I don't want to accept all cookies. That's, such, that's a dumb joke. <laughs> we all. I'm like, I accept. And I'm like, where are my cookies? That's what I'm like. <laughs> I'm right. waiting. Vote on which joke was better about the cookies on the internet. Better. Um, but this is, like I said, the Wednesday after San Diego Comic-Con. Right. lot to talk about. Definitely. Before we do, you want to break down the show? Here at the Reader Copy Podcast, you split into three bits. First up, we're running down the comic book news that came in this week. A lot of stuff coming from San Diego Comic-Con. In the middle, we'll talk about a comic book. This time it's called Shadow Man. At the end, we'll talk about our side stories where we talk about what we've been watching, reading, any entertainment we've taken in this week. Milano cookies are also really good. Oh, wow, wow. You just, yeah, yeah. that's like uh, fancy. Yeah. Right. There's only so much in the bag, so you have to savor them. Pre packaged, it's like in a little like paper tray each layer. Yeah, that's how fancy you are. Yeah. It's, it's, each one's got its own doily. <laughs> right. <laughs> Obviously, the biggest news was everything that coming out of the Marvel panel, the MCU, big Hall H. They closed out the show, right, yeah. on Saturday, I think. Been three years since we had something like this, so yeah. they're pulling all the stops. But uh, that's not the only stuff. So, so to be fair, we'll talk about some other things that big that came out of Comic-Con. All right, let's do it. Um, well, I'll just mention this because I don't really care about it. <laughs> 
they're making a Michonne Rick Grimes like is it it was, it was supposed to be a movie I think it's gonna be a series now Walking Dead wow I have been behind I did not know both characters were still alive uh, yeah I don't who, who knows if maybe they are <laughs> maybe they're not maybe this is uh, oh maybe they're getting into the multiverse <laughs> I am more seasons behind than I have watched, so I, I don't care, but it's still news. People love Walking Dead, and uh, they're still making more stuff. It's a spinoff. Yeah, spinoffs to boot. Yeah, I mean, like, there's the Daryl one. Um, there's a Daryl one? I think there's a Daryl and uh, the, the lady that he's with, and then I think there's a Maggie and Negan one, and then there's the- They're just pairing them off and, and separating them? Yeah, I think so. Isn't Negan a bad guy? He was. And now he's hooking up with Maggie? The guy that, that he killed, killed. Well, spoilers. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I care. That you can't was a spoil big deal. something no one likes. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I heard it got good again in <laughs> season fifteen. Ugh, jeez. But you have to watch all of them, otherwise you don't know what's going on. Yeah. So you have to watch like eight terrible seasons and then get to the one good half season. <laughs> It's. I, I think that show is the definition of a roller coaster. What? Like a long wait in line before the thrill, <laughs> the, the small thrill? That's actually, you flipped it on Those things pretty good. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, also, there was like, of course, the DC panel, yeah. the DCEU. We had trailers for um, Black Adam and Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Are you excited about either of these? I feel like both movies are just going to be as good as the first Shazam movie. And that's what I'm expecting. Just kind but of like middle of the road. they have very different feels to them. One is obviously more comedic. Yeah. And the other one is Shazam! Fury of the Gods. <laughs> <laughs> I call him now Dwayne the Black Johnson. <laughs> Can you call? Okay. All right. Uh I'll let that one slide. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, that movie, I think it's going to... This is the most edgelord we're going to get of The Rock, I think. I, you know, it's weird because this is the second trailer we've seen now. Yeah. I didn't... I wasn't super impressed the first time. I'm a little bit more interested now, just a little bit more. Why? But honestly, I think the worst part of this movie is going to be The Rock. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, Why? I wish he wasn't in it. <laughs> you want like all the other characters? Uh, like everything else looked pretty cool. I like Hawkman. I like Dr. Fate. Um, it has this weird, like, ancient meets sci-fi mixture to it. A lot of questions. Like, who who is the villain? Who is the villain? I don't know. What the, is the villain? They're making The Rock look like the villain that accidentally is a hero or something like that. Right. Yeah. I, I think at the end of the movie, we're going to leave him as the villain, actually. Like, he's going to just yeah. be worse than when he started the movie. He's like the lesser of two evils or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think he's actually going to be, like, pushed away from the JSA mm. at the end of the movie. There's a rumor that he... He is actually going to be forming a brand new DC team by the end of the movie that the DCU is going to maybe revolve around now. You think so? You're saying the JSA or something else? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't like that idea. I don't like it at all. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's it's got all the characters from the JSA already involved, I think. Yeah. It seems like uh, Pierce Brosnan's Dr. Fate is going to feel like a mentorship type character to him. He is the one I think is really cool in it. I think so too. Both him like handing down some knowledge about how maybe the modern world is and just like right. having all this power. And then also he looks really cool with a like mask that you can't, he has no eyes. Yeah. Like what's that? That looks cool. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously not him <laughs> in there. Yeah. I, I'm not super excited for it. I am mm-hmm. probably going to be just waiting till it's on HBO Max. 
Really? I don't know if I need a seat in the theater. It, 45 days later, it'll be on HBO Max. That's true. I just like watching movies in theaters, actually. I like the experience. Okay. But I'll, I'll watch it, and I'll I'll let you know, actually. Okay, good. Are you going to be watching Shazam? I, yeah, I think I'm less excited about this, actually. How yeah, about you? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as good as the first one. Mm-hmm. I don't... Like, they're really leaning towards comedy in this one seems like yeah and the the co- interesting thing about the first one and i guess all shazam comic books is he's a kid transforming into an adult superhero but the kids are like a lot more grown up now so they're, they're more like old teenagers That's just right. transforming into like 10 years older superheroes so it's not like I don't know. Like, I don't think it's a big difference. I think there are supposed to be literally them, like, just, like, a couple years older, right? Like, that's what they would look like. Yeah, it's supposed to be them, just more older. But, like, it used to be, like, I don't know, a 14-year-old to, like, whatever. A 30-year-old. 30-year-old or something. There's one actress that's just, she's just not changing. It's the same actress now. So, I think it's literally, like, that's the, what you're supposed to grow up into, I think. Which, I've always felt like the main character, Shazam and the kid, Billy Uh Batson. Uh Uh-huh. I think that's bad casting for, like, they don't act like each other. And I get that they're supposed to, you know, Shazam's, he's playing kind of young and the other yeah. kid's playing kind of old. I just feel like it's, they don't feel like the same person. I don't think this is going to be a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one I liked because I wasn't expecting it, but now I think this is going to be like a rehash. So it's not, it's not going to surprise me as much. I see a plot hole already in the trailer. Which is what? Shazam says, I've seen all the Fast and the Furious movies and yeah. she, he doesn't recognize Helen Mirren because she's the oh, grandma Shaw. Oh, come on. Plot hole. <laughs> Just don't make the movie now. <laughs> you ruined it. Uh, yeah. It'd be more impressive if, they, if like, oh, that's Helen Mirren. Who cares about being a... Maybe, maybe she's the same character. <laughs> okay, then it, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and those are the movies that got trailers mm-hmm. and what everyone was talking about for DC. Um, in a separate DC panel, they had Jim Lee there. Oh, yeah. And someone asked him what the future of DCEU is, right? And the Snyderverse specifically. Right. And he says, right now, there are no plans to extend the Snyderverse. So if these, like whatever we know is in production, like Aquaman 2 and the Flash movie, they might be the, like the end of it, of the Snyderverse that's like obviously connected. Like what we have established as moving forward, right? Batgirl, I think that's related to, Snyderverse in a way because of his, her father is still yeah I don't know so but then her her Batman's gonna be Michael Keaton yeah I I guess with Shazam and that Superman cameo it's not necessarily Henry Cavill no that's the reason why you don't see his head you think that's what it was okay I, that's a good point I just thought they just couldn't get him for some reason I don't know yeah I don't but, yeah but yeah in the Shazam trailer they show you know Jason Momoa and Ben Affleck yeah Ezra Miller I didn't think of that. Yeah. So is he is Jim Lee lying? They don't. They don't. No, I mean like I think he means whatever is you know being oh. made now. That's it. Okay. So big question is that, is that like a hard stop and we're just gonna start fresh or that means there's some no, rework. That means there's no Wonder Woman three. There's no Aquaman three. Yeah. Well, in the in the books right now. In the plans. Yeah. Which um, yeah, do that. I agree. <laughs> I'm not too bummed about it. I love the Snyder cut, but just batting average wise, I'm fine with letting that go. We know what the Zaz wants. Yeah. Yeah. What the Zaz wants, the Zaz gets. And he wants a brand new DCEU. Do you think Jim Lee gets any like decision-making power in the, the movies? In the movies? I don't think so. He might be like an advisor 
in a way of like what things should go with what but like as far as story and plot and you know big picture things yeah. i don't think so yeah I, I maybe he's like the bendis of the thing of the whole dc side of things Sci- yeah maybe either way yeah. i almost think like maybe he's low level enough in the like wb whole discovery world like he maybe not know what the movies are exactly gonna be but i don't think so you yeah. think he is, he is I, enough i think he is just comic books yeah his he's got a lot of his play just making sure the dc comics stay on shelves and like right not stay on shelves like no one's buying them but actually get delivered to stores and they're on shelves because there was rumors that you know they were gonna stop making comic books paper is getting expensive yeah right did you know they make money out of paper i mean you could use that to make comic books i thought it what's a bitcoin Oh, gosh. The big uh, news, of course, came out of the Marvel panel, and they pretty much outlined the next, I don't know, three phases, like remainder of four, five, and then some of six. Right. Um, Four looks like it's going to be ending with She-Hulk and Black Panther, Mm -hmm. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And then phase five will kick off with uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Uh, I'll just say all the movies of next year and all the shows. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, that's in February. And then Secret Invasion will be on Disney+. Plus In May, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Sometime in the summer will be Echo and the second season of Loki. Then in July, The Marvels. Then we get to the fall with Blade in November. And then the Ironheart series on Disney+. Plus. Out of these things... For next year, I'm most excited for probably Guardians 3. I agree. The Guardians of the Galaxy is just close to my heart. So that was a favorite on this list that I'm super excited about. I feel like it might be the swan song for a lot of them. Yeah. It's a third one. I I think like Dave Bautista already said, like, this is my last time as Drax. He's like out the door, right? Yeah. um, And they're kind of like remnants of the Infinity Saga in a way. Okay. Right? Thanos is gone. They needed the Guardians to introduce Thanos, but not nah, he's gone, so we don't need him anymore. We're, we're out of space. We're getting to time. Yeah. yeah, sure. Let's close the book on the Guardians. They got James Gunn back, so uh, it's his still his vision. I but, feel like it's a, a property we can count on. I'm probably yeah. going to love it. Uh, we know Adam Warlock will be in it. He's playing by... Um, Polter, his name? I think so, yeah. And I think the, the story is heavily on Rocket Raccoon too and like his origin. Oh really? Yeah. Oh getting into what's that word called? Is it like Otherworld? Something like that. Yeah. I think um what's his name? The I forgot the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about the, the rabbit or what? No, there's a guy that went to Comic Con dressed as this character for Guardians and he's like the great whatever creator or something like that. I forgot his name. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Like the no. The grand, the In- big <laughs> His name. The collector? No, like he's a new new character to the movies, but he is in the comic books as like this scientist guy, but like alien, red face. <laughs> red face? Yeah. Oh, uh, he's like the maker, the grand, the yeah, the great. I, I, I think I know you're talking about guy. <laughs> Great guy, Red Red Skull. No, he's a he's a science. I think he created <laughs> Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. He's got like weird like tubes out yeah. of his head. Yeah, what's his name? He was in the Fantastic Four comic we did. Okay, yeah, he was the inventor or something like that. <laughs> I forget. His, he's going to be in Guardians right. Three. He is. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Not not a big deal, everybody. <laughs> All right. We got there. Um, and then Cosmo will be in it. Yeah, he's like uh, cameos, right? No, but he'll 
will be like a speaking character and he is a she. Oh, really? Yeah. He, uh, he'll be speaking, like barking, right? But he's a telepath, so it's not really speaking role. You, you'll hear it though, I think, because okay. it's yeah. played by um the actress that played Borat's daughter. Oh, really? That's yeah. funny. Okay. Yeah. A Russian. Uh, I'm yeah. looking forward to that the most. Ant-Man and the Wasp is starting phase five. Really, uh, Kang is starting phase five. That's yeah. That's how I see it. Kang is the, of like, pretty much hands down the big bad now, right? For like a couple of phases, it looks like. Yeah. They're naming movies after him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that it was up in the air. Was there, is there another one coming down the road? But it's it's hands down him. Now, are you more excited for like the Marvels now that Miss Marvel is finished my excitement increased after the tv show yeah and i hope that vibe just continues on in the movie and i'll enjoy it Mm -hmm. um can't say i love captain marvel so okay we'll see this movie might change your mind hopefully yeah and then um blade it's coming out nothing has been seen yet mahershali talk about continuity error mahershali is playing blade but if if everything's connected yeah he was already in the first season of luke cage good point yeah wow so he's playing the same character <laughs> that character just turned into a vampire. And then for for movie or TV series, uh Secret Evasion, Echo, Loki season two, and Iron Heart. Loki season two has gotta be my oh, really? favorite one that or most excited for. That's a good pick. I think I'm actually most excited or curious about Secret Invasion. Mm. Just because I actually really like that comic. I know it's just like a crossover or whatever comic, but I yeah. liked it. It was fun. Question is, are they gonna stick to that storyline or go completely off book and just use the title? You know what I mean? They're not it wouldn't be the first time they just use the title. Right. So um, Age I, of Ultron. Yeah, I am totally expecting them to veer from the comic a good amount because it's it's too different i think the characters they have what we know of the scrolls i don't know it's too different they're just uh, like almost the culture of the scrolls yeah. specifically is too different so i know what you're you're saying i'll say it's the most curious i'm about of anything on this list actually okay um then we're moving on to 2024 mm-hmm. we're getting the agatha it's called coven of chaos that's another series on disney plus Captain America, New World Order, he's going to be fighting Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which will then lead in July to the Thunderbolts movie. And then uh, to kick off phase six, also in 2024, November, Fantastic Four, finally getting that. Yeah. And then phase six will end in the following year, 2025. In May, starting with Avengers Kang Dynasty, and then November with Avengers Secret War, we called it. Yeah. I think I called it specifically. <laughs> Listen okay, back. We'll see. You you were like, oh, like, oh, I hope the multiverse ends soon. I hate this stuff. And we're going to have a whole saga of it. Like a whole <laughs> three like, yeah. phases. I, that doesn't mean I didn't call it. But I just wish it was... <laughs> <laughs> Literally called, called the opposite. Um, oh, I missed one sh- series. Daredevil born again. Right. Daredevil, Charlie Cox, Daredevil is back. And he's yellow. (laughs) (laughs) Yellow belly. Um, He's going to be back in the She-Hulk series, actually, first. True. uh, Which we'll get to in a minute. But, like, are you excited for any of these other series and and movies coming in 2024? The Daredevil thing is, like, born again. We've already seen that storyline in the original Netflix TV series. Are they just using the title? It's too good of a title and situation. To let go, we have to call it born again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I can't deny that. So, right now, 
only returning actors for sure returning is Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio. So far. Yeah, yeah. So all the other actors and actresses, it's up in the air, I guess. Yeah. I'm curious if, uh, how different is a daredevil going to be? The whole show, the whole environment really. Yeah. More, less serious. You know, my guess is that the Netflix daredevil and the MCU daredevil are two different. They're variants yeah. of each other, but have the same exact origin up to this point. <laughs> Well, yeah, it makes sense. One has a yellow costume, even though it has a red one. They can't be the same person. <laughs> so you like you can take the origin of the first one, but hey, this is not the same guy. You know what okay. I mean? Okay, yeah. Just use that to your liking. Like, just yeah. you, you know the story. We don't have to say it again. Yeah, but, but this, this is guy's totally different. This is our Daredevil, <laughs> not the Netflix one. Okay, he's like you get the idea. It's a Spider-Man thing. You you know. <laughs> Ben Affleck did it already. This is the third Daredevil, actually. <laughs> okay. um, the, the thing about this one, too, that surprised me a lot, it's 18 episodes. Yeah. that That's super long. For a limited series, which I guess it's it, it's not a limited series, like 18 episodes, that's pretty long. I think maybe, do you think they're carrying across the writing team and like directing, I don't know, group or whatever that directs the show? I don't think so. I don't think they're bringing yeah. them over. Because then the original director or writer or showrunner was like, it's like, I think they said it was bittersweet. Oh. Because like, yeah, we wish we could still work on it, but we're glad these characters are living on. But it's not them. They said that? Yeah. Wow. That means it, it really will have a different feel because I feel like that that was a big element of that. Like, if we were to just roughly, you know, quantize this, like, let's say three episodes is the length of a movie. Yeah, it's like they're doing what is it, six movies? I can't remember how long are the Netflix ones. They're like ten episodes. I think the variable like eight to ten, right? Something like that. Yeah. So it's almost two seasons Double worth. That. Yeah. Yeah. And the Disney Plus shows are like six episodes. Are they overpromising? Is it? Are they just short episodes for some reason? Eighteen seems like a lot. Eighteen seems like. <laughs> What is that? A quarter of the year? If it is, like uh, literally once a week. I think that's how Disney does it. Yeah. There's not that many uh, shows announced for 2024 yet. It's just kind of that in Agatha. So maybe they're just relying on that. Maybe they were like, oh, we jumped the gun on too many shows. We're just going to yeah. bet heavy on the good ones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It makes and sense. And we know where Daredevil is going to be really good. Yeah. So 2024, I guess in a way, it's going to be lighter than next year as far as like variations in content. Next oh. year seems like very... So many things are coming out next year. Yeah. If this is, oh yeah, this is officially what we're having for phase five, right? They could be yeah. changed. They they lie all the time at these freaking panels because they don't have it on deck, but it seems like a pretty good list. Right. Um, things change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at one time, Inhumans was going to be a movie. Oh man. That was going to be a movie? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> so things, I just, th things can change drastically. At one time, they were thinking about finishing the show completely, <laughs> the whole season. Did you, can you imagine? <laughs> Um, and then, like you said, Phase 6 will start with Fantastic Four. And then I believe it's unannounced what movies will be in between. Right. But I think there's three movies after Fantastic Four and then will lead to Avengers Kang Dynasty and then another unnamed movie in between and then um, Avengers Secret Wars. Could you possibly guess what those unnamed movies could be? Like, I think Doctor Strange 3 might fit somewhere like that. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Because that would be around like 2025 already, maybe. Captain America could have, could have another movie. Maybe that's too soon. Um, What about the new stuff? X-Men. Is that too early for an X-Men or mutant specific movie? Deadpool? 
Deadpool, right? Deadpool three, I think, is already it's like, one of them, right? Yeah. My my guess is um throughout this, throughout phase five and six, they're going to be mentioning mutants and explaining the X gene and all this stuff. But as far as forming an X team or seeing an X Men team, won't be till after Secret Wars or oh. like, or at Secret Wars. Really? But I just, I just think X Men. It's like the, you don't want to bet everything all at once. All right. They, there was some rumor about there's still some legal matters with Fox buyout really? that like they can't make an X-Men team until 2025, which doesn't make sense, but it's some rumors out in the mix, out mm, okay. in the ether. Um, maybe they can't announce. They already use it. There's mention of it already. I don't yeah. want to say where yet, but there's also um, Professor X already. So like yeah. they're using means. I don't know what that it's rumor came It's not a team, about. I guess. But yeah. yeah. Um, you know, when they can use X-Men is 1997. Yeah. <laughs> They announced they did that. Well, they didn't announce it, but they showed some stills of it. Yeah, uh, this is cool because it is the same creative team coming back to work on it. That's right. And it's spoiler alert. It's like Professor X has died already. I never finished the show. I didn't know. <laughs> and you didn't have enough time. <laughs> And uh, Magneto is now the leader of the X-Men. And he's wearing like his old school costume with, with a giant M. Yeah, with uh, l- more luscious locks. Yeah. Longer look, yeah. <laughs> Looks pretty cool. I, I think like so. It. Just that those are single steel, I think we got of it, right? Yeah. Um, and then there's like the roster lineup. I'm excited about it. I still need to rewatch the the show. Uh-huh. I trickle in. I'll like pop it in while I'm eating or whatever. It's a yeah. it's a good pretty good show. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the creators we've seen them in panels before and them talking about it. They seem so excited and glad they're back. Like yeah, the showrunners. Like, well, you get to work. <laughs> <laughs> like they're bigger fans. Yeah, I think they're literally bigger fans of the X Men than anyone at the like, mm-hmm. panel watching them. <laughs> um, the main villain looks like it's gonna be Mister Sinister for a while. Oh, cool. And I'm thinking because they will bring him as the main villain for the X men in the movies so they need to kind of like reintroduce him to the populace yeah i mean he's a weird character hey he's super cool <laughs> is he wearing lipstick it always looks like he's wearing lipstick is he wearing full-on makeup like yeah his skin is like pure white with black <laughs> lips he is the gothiest of goths and he is like sharp like shark teeth right yeah what's up with that and he talks in like this like seductive voice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey Scott, <laughs> is that what he says? It's really like deep, but like almost like passionate. Okay, he's your lover. All right. Um, Avengers, there's two Avengers movies yeah. coming. Kang Dynasty. Um, they've already also announced the director. They did. Oh yeah, yeah today. Uh, the Shang Chi director, yes. right? Destin Daniel Creighton, I think is his name. Um, Shang Chi. I enjoyed it. Do you think he's the right choice for an Avengers movie? That's a good question. Um, these must have saw something in him to give him the the job, right? I mean, big crux movie there. I really liked Shang Chi. I watched it multiple times. Like, yeah, it's one of those MC movies I revisit actually. So okay. I'm excited to have him back. And then oh, so- Shang Chi too. Do you think that's gonna? Oh uh, yeah, probably. Right. Yeah, it's probably in the mix. Well, well, because he then he would to be directing that he can't direct both maybe that's why they didn't announce it maybe they have a different director in mind just oh. to it, maybe it's a different feel yeah okay which i'll be i'm down for that too. give uh, that character a different feel to the, the whole thing um secret wars we there's not much known about these these are way down the line still the one thing we do know is they confirm the Russo brothers are not going to come back to direct it <laughs> okay which uh. is kind of weird it's like it's for sure not them <laughs> how offensive <laughs> 
uh i'm excited dang excited about this like secret wars was such a big idea if they're doing the the new one even if they're doing like the old secret wars which one do you think they're doing a mixture of both yeah yeah as far as like getting as many characters as they can more than endgame because now they can expand to other universes yeah copies yeah uh and then of course the new one like my guess is because it's kang dynasty maybe kang will replace dr doom as like the big threat of secret wars oh wow do you think he's like in charge of like the whole multiverse yeah either that or like they defeat kang in the first I don't say first, but like Kang Dynasty movie, they defeat him there, and that causes a ripple effect that makes Secret Wars like, oh, we've made it even worse scenario now. I like it. Yeah. I mean, like with already Loki, like he messed something up big there. There you go. Yeah. Mess it up again. Yeah. And it's like literally a fracture. You're trying to fix something and you make it worse. Oh, uh, time war. What do they call it? <laughs> yeah. Timeline war. Yeah. The yeah. I forgot what it was called. Basically that again. Yeah. Right. Well, but a big mix of different universes copies of everybody I, i'm pictured people are going to be like clicking up you know like little mm-hmm. factions here and sure. it's all fighting for i believe like survival things like no way home and multiverse of madness was like just giving us a taste of what secret wars is eventually going to be like these are appetizers secret war is like the main entree that it's just like Literally everything that they could reach, they're going to put into this movie. I never hated the idea of multiverse stuff. I always thought of it as opening doors and it's just up to them to write it good. Yeah. Organize the whole multiverse, the world to make it satisfying for the viewer and not just a cop out. Okay. Sometimes I feel like it's a cop out. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, but this is phase six. We're still in phase four. And that is ending with She-Hulk and Black Panther Wakanda Forever. We got trailers for both of those. She-Hulk, it looks like I'm going to like it, but I'm not going to love it. Yeah. I think it's up in the air. Like, same thing. I'll kind of like it. I think it may be not. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm going to love it, but I, I, right now. <laughs> we always want it to be good. Yeah. Um, the CG got better. I didn't notice it, like, I still blazingly bad. Not- really? Yeah. Yeah, because looking at Hulk, like Hulk looks better than She-Hulk. And maybe that's just because they've had years of character models for Mark Ruffalo, but it still has that uncanny valley for She-Hulk to me. I I think you're right, but it looks, to me, leagues better than the last trailer. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, and I do think it'll be fine once the show comes out. They'll have it down perfectly already. But uh, if it's like this, then I'm going to be disappointed. Oh, really? Uh, I, th- I thought it was fine. I'll watch a whole show like this, actually. I like to think also, I was thinking about this. They, I know they do CGI with like the mocap and they're actually doing the yeah. motions. I like to think of like, what if they're really just sitting in a chair and they're just face acting the whole time? Because that's really <laughs> all they have is their face is duplicated. Yeah, it's weird because then they have like the stick with the head of the character on top and it's like i don't know two feet above them so are they both just like looking (laughs) up (laughs) the whole time it's little it's either like a styrofoam copy of the head or it's just a printout of the guy's face like a thanos right i think the show what they're trying to make it is like the first marvel just legit comedy almost oh yeah yeah there's obviously signs from the trailer of like fourth wall breaking yes first instance of that yeah and they are totally acknowledging that this world is full of like superpowered people enhanced beings 
and they have to deal with everyday stuff like the legal system. Yeah, right. I think it, they're doing this idea like, oh, it's just exponentially they're popping up here. They've been yeah. hiding in plain sight type of thing. Right. They need a, a legal team behind them and she's just happens to be the one. Now, she's a lawyer for Blonsky, which is abomination. Right. So she's almost like a lawyer for a bad guy, like a prisoner. Yes. Right? So It's like a public defender. Exactly, yeah. Right? They, they need lawyers too. She works for a big firm. I bet by the end of the series she doesn't work for them anymore or you think what you think they're shady or something or or does she get her own practice i think she makes her own practice just oh, like the comic okay. books maybe okay. maybe another hero convinces her what she's doing is not righteous someone daring <laughs> <laughs> someone can see what's going on here okay uh i, I think gotta play devil's advocate <laughs> <laughs> uh so with i think actually she's gonna be like the one superpowered being that's like I actually don't want to be a hero that bad. Like, right. I'm just going to be a lawyer. Like, that's like the good I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, when they need me to use my superpowers, sure, I'll use them. Yeah. Right. She's the one like, I spent, <laughs> I studied years. I'm just going to give it up. Uh, yeah. Just because I just got green. Yeah. Um. This, I believe, did you say it was like nine episodes? I think so. Yeah. So like, it, I guess Disney is playing with longer seasons. Yeah. I, I want that. I, yeah. want, I think they were uh, like playing with the idea of TV shows shows and so they just make a lot see right. what works um now i think they're just picking the ones that are great and i, I do want more movies honestly i i do think this is going to open the door for like the mcu's more scared of like these enhanced people i think they're going to lean heavily towards that where like back in the day we love the avengers now we're society's a little more fearful of superpowered people that will lead to them form the government forming their own team a la thunderbolts down oh, the line yeah and then and then we learn that they're bad <laughs> and really the all society scared of superpowered beings which then everyone like hey, ah, we hate you guys you mutants right yeah <laughs> there has to be a reason why we don't like the mutants and there's not really a reason yet yeah you can't just flip a switch so it has to be gradual and i think it's starting here in a way it's starting with miss marvel too oh yeah the, the damage control right oh yeah how is that going to play into phase five i'm curious Curious. Mm-hmm. I think they're not going to be mentioned in, in She-Hulk. Um, she, I guess it makes sense with She-Hulk government stuff. Yeah. But uh, Wakanda doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're like secluded? Just because it's like a different country. Yeah. Just but that. they don't have a king. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we got the trailer finally for Wakanda Forever. And this is probably the best thing to come out of San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, it was so good. I watched this by myself and I almost cried. Just Ryan Coogler's an amazing director. I think so. And I remember seeing Black Panther for the first time. Yeah. And like goosebumps and like it just got everything perfectly, like it nailed it. Pitch perfect. And you get the feeling of like just like how all these people live. And it's like more elaborate now, but with the tragedy of Chadwick Boseman's passing on top of it. Yeah. It's almost like an impossible mission. And just from the trailer, it looks like maybe they accomplished it. I think um, it's like playing into the real world circumstances, right? And you kind of have to acknowledge it and it's getting everybody in feels like i'm watching these trailer reactions honestly yeah just because everyone's like crying just watching the trailer i feel the same yeah. way it's a beautiful trailer 
I think it's gonna do the same thing about it's just it's also like super cool because yeah. it's bringing like uh, the Atlanteans in this. Yeah, and they look cool. I was watching the trailer, and as the trailer goes, it's very you know it looks like it starts with um, like the funeral of T'Challa. Right, and everyone's dressed in all white, and they're like celebrating his life. And it's almost like a ceremony. And then you think you're still watching that, but then you're realizing you're watching a whole nother thing. And it's the Atlanteans. Yeah. And and how they're... Because they're kind of based off like Aztec, I think. That's right. And Mayans, maybe. Their costumes just look so sick. It's so cool. It's <laughs> The Aquaman did it first, but they're doing it better. Yeah. Uh, there's no like... I don't think there's going to be an octopus playing the drums in this. No. <laughs> Is there going to be crab people? <laughs> there are blue people and they look cool too. They look better than Avatar people. Yeah. Right? And I, yeah. The the way you were introduced to Wakanda in the first one and their culture and their traditions, I think we're going to get that for the Atlanteans in this. They saw Namor being born. Yeah. And he was like an infant underwater and he had the wing feet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that really. Yeah, he does. That's funny. Uh, and then there's him like as a, like a child walking out of the water and then cut to him as an adult in the same shot. Powerful. It looks great. It looks like there's history between them and Wakanda and there's shots of, um, Mbaku too. Yeah. It looks like there's going to be a war and they're shooting the Atlanteans and a lot of the Atlanteans like scurry away and Namor just stands still. Like he doesn't care. Uh, yeah. I saw the like, shot. Whoa, this guy's going to be badass. I actually think with um, their leadership in kind of shambles now, it makes sense that this like other powerful nation is actually going to go at war with you. Like, possibly. Yeah, it's a power play. I think it could be that, right? And uh, Queen Ramonda, the mother yeah. character, is f- all in the fields about it. She's right. maybe kind of hectic because... Like, you know, loss of family of the the husband and, and uh, T'Challa, right? So it's like, she's going crazy. And then Shuri, she's in, like, is she now the leader? What's going on? Yeah, it, her, um, Queen Ramunda's narration of the, yeah. the trailer is really touching. Uh, and then, of course, like the music. The music is everything. The buildup to all the, all the shots and like looks like they're at war. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. The transition into the other song where yeah. this other version it starts off with. Right. Really powerful. Uh, I think the biggest question of the trailer, whose butt is that? <laughs> at the end of the trailer, like who's I wearing mean, the black there's panther? there's a very like, I think obvious answer, but. They, oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Well, what's your obvious answer? Who do you think it is? I think it, it's going to be Letitia Wright. It's going to be Shuri. Oh, the yeah. new Black Panther. There's also spoilers, uh, like a leaked plot detail that came out on Reddit by a source that was been accurate before. And I don't, I, we don't, I don't have to say what it is because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Okay. Unless you want to hear it. I don't want to hear it actually. Okay. But in the comics, Shuri becomes the Black Panther. Too. Okay. So it looks like a woman in the costume just from the butt shot. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're just imagining it. You're like, oh, that's I mean, a pretty good butt. I'm just saying like, I think a, a guy would have filled it out more <laughs> that honestly that didn't look like uh letitia wright in the costume like i think she's kind of skinnier okay maybe she bulked up for okay either way i think it's her just, I actually, just because i think in the in the comics she takes up the mantle so yeah that's true that's true i actually have a i think it's someone i think it's nakia she starts off the trailer right yeah and it's obviously because it's uh, the love interest it makes sense she would feel a lot of loss too sure. but i think it's like the rounding out the beginning of the trailer and the end of the trailer 
and she saw Wakanda in a different light. Like she, she imagined the the country doing so much more Could for be. the rest of the world. I think it's her. I'm I'm, be. I'm betting it's her. That's my pick. Speaking of the beginning of the trailer, um, it does start with her, and she's like on the shore. Yeah, and it, I don't know if you noticed in the background of her is like an old like pyramid looking thing, and it does yeah. look like Aztec wine, like it's the steps kind of pyramid. And I know Wakanda has that too, but like I, a lot of people seem to be in this scene. There's like Ramun. There's shots of Ramunda and Shuri on the coast too, and I'm wondering if like that part, like maybe like a part of Wakanda. Wakanda used to be Atlantis and it's sent into the ocean or something like that. Oh, wow. Because that pyramid is there and it might be like the borderline where it used to be or something like that. I don't know where Wakanda is on the map. I think it's the in idea, Africa. I think the idea was nobody knew, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, everyone knew that Wakanda is a country. They just think it's poor. Oh, right. That's right. There is like a hologram or whatever. Right? Yeah. That's just, okay. But I, I always imagined it was not, uh, it doesn't have a beachfront. It's not at the beach. Like I always thought it was like in the middle of the country. They're flying over there. So like, is um, Atlantis just near for some reason? I don't know. Maybe they moved it. I don't know. Yeah. Is Namor just that good? Namor is going to be that good. Uh, I th- there's a shot of, um, you're talking about the blue people? Yeah. Blue man group. Yeah. We know the, what's the name of the woman warriors? Um, the- Dora Milaje. Yes. Yeah. We know like how badass they are. We've seen them in other things. And it looks like um Okoye? Okoye yeah. fights one of them and hits her and she's like pushed back like a lot. You so know powerful. that shot? Yes. So like they're stronger than the Dora Milaje are. The, D- yeah. The blue people. Are they just superpower, right? They're I think so. They have yeah. to swim all the time. Mm-hmm. So they And I think they can't breathe on land. Look like they had like a mouth covering. Oh yeah. I think Namor didn't, right? Namor he's, didn't because he's uh he's like a mix. He's like a halfsy. Yeah, right. Because he's got um above ground people, above land. Land skin. people. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what? There's like also I think there's like a separate villain Atlantean Atuma. Yeah, I Is think he he's like really. A, he might separatist? be the. I think he's maybe like in Namor's ear, like attack them now. Oh, and maybe he's really out for his interest, and is not really for the interest of the Submariner. <laughs> he's the Orm or something like yeah, a Star exactly. Scream or something. Yeah, yeah, he's a Star Scream. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, the Atlanteans. It's almost like they're just as majestic as the Wakandans, like with their whole feel and look like yeah, if anything more so like there's a shot of namor like floating down and then there's like a giant skeleton of a shark whale oh my god uh, it's a megalodon, it's a megalodon. <laughs> there's shots of them like riding alongside whales like yeah it honestly does give me like avatar vibes yeah right like right um like a nation not touched by other people like right. an outside world yeah but still powerful and they have like this element that is super strong and everybody wants <laughs> water I, I don't know it's also like the opposite ends of the spectrum like Wakanda is so tech heavy and like super yeah. space aged and right. then like they're just like in the past or whatever they literally mm-hmm. sank below you know yeah. and never they're isolationist in a different way mm-hmm. I really want to talk about the leaked plot points but I'm trying biting my tongue I honestly like don't even spoil me after this podcast I don't want to know <laughs> like I'm that ex- I think it's gonna be the best movie this phase of, of phase four uh it's I can think it easily could do that. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it could be okay and still be <laughs> easily be the best movie. I was going to ask, do you think phase four, like the whole vibe online is just like it's a disappointment? It's not a disappointment to me because if you count phase one, if we're going back then. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, it's the same scenario where you have to set up again the stage. 
And back then, Phase 1, the only thing I really liked was maybe Iron Man 1 and then the Avengers movie. Like, Thor 1, I could never watch that again. I'd be fine. <laughs> Thor 1. And yeah. Captain America, same thing. Um, and then I was uh, the next one, like, Incredible Hulk and, and Iron Man 2 were also in there. Yes. Yeah, I, there's only two of those movies I would want to watch again, which is Iron Man 1 and, Avengers. and then Avengers. And Agreed. this, in a Phase 4, there's a lot that I like. If you're comparing Phase 4 to Phase 1, I think it's better so yeah uh, i feel like I, no one's getting that it's just the first act of this whole thing right you're comparing phase three to phase four that's not fair phase three was like the climax and culmination of a, the, the saga yeah i get we're building off stuff before but it's like we have to build again is phase four better than phase two? Oh, good question um that i'll say maybe no maybe not yeah because i actually like ultron and i actually like guardians and i actually like well i think winter soldier is overrated but it's still good <laughs> There's other good stuff in Phase 4. I think Doctor Strange was amazing. And I think yeah. this is going to be amazing. Well, Wakanda forever. Yeah. Right. There, uh, Thor was a disappointment for me as a whole, but that's fine. Well, I mean, um, like Shang-Chi and No Way Home, that's Phase 4. Right. Those were Black great. Black Widow? I don't know about Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> Moon Knight? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the shows. The yeah, shows are pretty dang good. shows, yeah. Yeah. It's the, them testing the waters with those shows, too. I think the shows moving forward and the other phase are going to be a lot better. I mean, like WandaVision and Loki, this phase four? Yeah. Like, yeah. phase four is good. It's just you're, you always want more. I'm talking not to you, but like those complainers. The fans? Yeah. yeah. These comic book nerds don't know what they have. Oh, gosh. Back in my day, we had Batman and Robin. <laughs> George Clooney. Yeah. Okay. We had the Spawn movie, all right? Uh, some people said like um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the one that did the best job in that movie in his Batman movie because he was like mm. most on point as far as what the role was maybe right chill like, it's not it's not Clooney no Uma Thurman was kind of like campy I feel like that almost like is that's like the worst thing I've seen Uma Thurman in maybe yeah yeah so just be happy you're living in phase four you're welcome <laughs> what a time to be alive Wakanda Forever is out in November I'm pretty sure we'll get another trip trailer between then and i'm i'm thinking that well i don't want to ruin anything but we'll see more characters in four in in the next trailer that you might not think is in the movie oh wow really huh ah there you go i said it okay all right <laughs> what does that mean you'll find out in november okay all right uh if you haven't already don't forget to subscribe to the reader copy podcast uh, we have new episodes every week where we talk about all the new comic book news and we break down a comic book and uh, talk about our side story. So you won't want to miss it. Just subscribe. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Reader Copy Podcast. It was a pleasure talking to you here. Let's talk over there too. Another universe I like is the Valiant Universe. And I want to continue that with Shadow Man. Whenever I need to pick a comic book to talk about and I can't really think of one or there's no movie coming out that I want to line up with, I always revert back to Valiant Comics. You do? It's probably my uh, second favorite like shared universe in comics. Because like, wow. the, the DC one, like I really only like the Batman stuff. <laughs> You just dabble. You don't like get invested in all of the stories in DC, huh? No, um, I don't care about Martian Manhunter. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't really like that character. I like the idea of it more. 
uh, I like the Batman stuff and maybe some of the Green Lantern stuff, but like Cyborg, well, whatever. I don't need him. Aquaman, don't, I don't read your stuff. Oh, that's kind of true. Dang. <laughs> Superman, like I know it, but I don't read everything about him. Yeah. It's basically just the Batman stuff, which is half of the titles. Yeah, honestly, maybe more than half. It's definitely more than half of the movies. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Even on the bookshelves, it's half of the yeah. real estate. So <laughs> Marvel, definitely love Marvel. And then if we're talking shared comic books, the universe, like the Valiant is rivals it a little bit. It's like it's, the sleeper for me. Yeah, it's smaller, but quality wise, it's good. I think so. It's also a surprise each time I read one just because I don't know it. Yeah. Like I kind of have a vague idea of the image connecting universe, like the old one, mm-hmm. but it's not, I didn't grow up reading it, so I'm not invested. Yeah. This one's just new, so it's cool. Valiant did start off in the 90s, but then kind of rebooted everything in the, I think it was like 2012. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it started with, uh, a bunch of ones we've already done, like Exo Man of War, and then I think Bloodshot. Bloodshot. I was going to say Deadshot. Uh, and then uh, Harbinger. Yeah. Remember that? We did that. We did that. We did, we did like also X-Men type thing. Archer and Armstrong. We did do that. Yeah. yeah. And then the next like solo title following that is this today, Shadow Man. Are we, are we doing it in order? I've been trying to do it in order. There's been some crossover books in between. Oh. But as far as like the solo title books, I've, I've been trying to do it in order. And this is the next one. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And there's more to come too. So Violet Universe has been expanding since it kind of rebooted in 2012. Um, Shadow Man, even though it's a great comic book, it's probably most popular for as a video game. Yeah, I looked this up. I noticed this. <laughs> it's like, uh, I think the video game company was similar to the one that bought out the comics or something. Right, because Acclaim, the video game company, yeah. for a time, owned Valiant Comics. Oh, like all of it. Oh. Yeah. So they made, there was a Exo Man of War Iron Man video game. That sounds fun. Yeah, a crossover with Marvel. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And then this... Shadow Man game came out uh, N64, PlayStation, and Dreamcast, I think. Really? Yeah. So I don't even think there was an Xbox yet. That era. Wow. Curious, but I saw the like cover art for it. It looked kind of creepy. Yeah, Shadow Man gets into like the voodoo supernatural stuff. Voodoo Mama Juju. <laughs> I read Harry Potter. <laughs> Um, it got so popular that Nintendo actually made a custom N64 Shadow Man themed console. Really? You know how they make their own themed ones? Like, like Pokemon gets like one? Pokemon like or Zelda. What? There was a Shadow Man one, like a limited edition Shadow Man. <laughs> no shit. Wow. Okay. Uh, the story we're doing today, like I said, is the reboot from 2012. It's when they rebooted their whole line. And this story is written by Justin Jordan and drawn by Patrick Zercher. Uh, the writer Justin Jordan, you might know him well from a comic book that we've done, The Strange Talent of Luther Strode. Oh, yeah, I, I saw the name and I recognized yeah. it. I was curious about that. I thought maybe he was just on a different Valiant book, but wow, okay. You cool. like that book, huh? I really like that book, yeah. I don't. That's funny. It's weird. I've read like the continuation, like I read it, all of it. I it's really so like it. It's so weird. What do you mean? It's like unrealistic superhero stuff. Like It just doesn't make sense to me. Really? Yeah, like I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. It's just definitely your book and not my book. You don't get the appeal? <laughs> it's All so right. weird. It's like a, I don't know. It's, <laughs> okay. just, it's just a superhero thing, but not a superhero. And it's like a slasher type mm. thing. It, it leads into this, maybe like the horror vibes. Sure. Um, but Justin Jordan, uh, he is, he won a Harvey Award for like, I think it was called like Promising New Talent. So it's kind of like a, hey, this guy's going to be good one day. So we're going to give him an award now. <laughs> yeah, it's like Rookie of the Year. 
I guess. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like that. Which uh, I think he kind of deserves. I like I like Shadow Man and you like Luther Strode. Very cool. Yeah. I like both. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the artist, not much about him. He's kind of like a working artist, worked for all the majors. And uh, he's done work with Marvel, like Iron Man, Thunderbolts, New Warriors. He's done work with DC on Nightwing. But I think on Shadow Man on Valiant it's kind of like maybe what he's known for if anything okay cool I think he fits into I think Valiant now I can see it in my head like their own house art right yeah there's a style so he fits into that for sure it's the comics don't really branch out into two different styles if it it does makes it feel like it's the same world I would believe it if someone said one artist drew all the books. Like, <laughs> yeah. it looks kind of the same. Maybe they use similar colorists too, because like maybe it's like all the colorists are digital. Yeah, right. Something it's, like that. Uh, the same like shading. I don't know what it is, but it's like um, a specific era of the of the DC Marvel stuff. Like, it looks like maybe a generation back, and nine stars quality, but as far as like style, right? Um, remember, Bloodshot had a movie. It, it did, yes, and it was a hit. <laughs> They're trying to kind of kick kickstart valiant cinematic universe right Mm -hmm. i don't think that helped it right but i really think the the source material would benefit like a media like movie or series um could be really good so like i'm thinking netflix needs that and oh yeah i would say netflix go talk to valiant and get their rights to some of their books and you could make a great shared universe there here's the thing they rebooted it in like 2012 right they had in mind from the get-go a connected universe yeah marvel had decades of stuff back when they were timely comics and they just slowly like oh a connected universe kind of works yeah this they were like Let's make a connected universe and they made it in modern times. Right. I think that perfectly fits for translating it to uh, uh, movies or shows. Right. Yeah. I just think it makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) And I understand like when you sell your rights to the, the story, the comic, you also give up the rights of like control over that. Like now they control the story, the casting, whatever budget they give it. So they got the best star, biggest star, most popular star they could, which was Vin Diesel. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of the budget just went to casting Vin Diesel. <laughs> you think that's what it Oh, man. They should have went like small time. Like just get a new guy that's still in his prime. Because <laughs> <laughs> like if you, the Mortal Kombat movie, the newer one. Yeah. Like it's not big. But if, if you say that started off like that quality started off a Valiant universe, like I'd be like, yeah, keep going. Keep going? Yeah. All right. Okay. Because if you we were saying Bloodshot was the start of it, like let's start over. I never saw that one, and I also didn't love Mortal Kombat, but I know what you're saying. You know what I'm talking about? I get the essence of what you're saying. Like, oh, this is where we're starting. Let's not start by spending so much money. All right. It's almost like when you get that big of a star, you're comparing it to other Vin Diesel movies. Yeah. If it's a bad Vin Diesel movie, it's a bad movie. Right. <laughs> if you like see the potential in this... It could be something bigger, right? Yeah. And I don't try to go after, like, you're it not is, compete it is the with underdog. Marvel. Yeah, you're not going to compete with Marvel or even DC right now or even some other things. But, like, these stories are very good and should be adapted I some way so. or another. Yeah. It just has kind of the f- classic framework of all these superhero things, uh-huh. but I think they're done well. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, another reason I chose this book is it takes place in Nolens. Nolens? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which I'm about to go on vacation there for the first time. Are you going to look into the voodoo? I don't know. I'm kind of scared about like that. Like you think it's real, huh? I mean, they think it's real. And if they think it's real, it's probably real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the, in the book, it's definitely real. 
It is. It starts off um, with two characters who look like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's basically carbon copies. <laughs> like there's uh, a man named uh, Josiah and he looks like a stern face, bald head, goatee. Right. He's talking to his wife, Helena, who is pregnant. She is with child, mm-hmm. but he's leaving, right? And Helena's like, you don't have to go. You should stay or whatever. But he's leaving, not leaving her, but leaving to go fight something. To go save the day. Yeah. And he kind of knows I'm not coming back from this, but I have to do it. Yeah. And then like leaves like yeah. a necklace for her. Right. And as he leaves, his face turns like white, like it's painted white. Like um, think of staying the wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to the streets of New Orleans, and it looks like it's the middle of the night. There's a portal, and it looks like coming through the portal are zombie ghosts. Ghouls, like glowing bright green. Right. Just ghosts, like floating in the air, headed for the people. Yeah. There's a bunch of regular people fighting them. Uh, It looks like they're a team of, I don't know, supernatural hunters. Uh, But they're fighting them with like guns, like they're just shooting them. I don't know if that's how it works, but I I think they know what they're doing, I guess. Mm. But they're just shooting them up, like again. It's like a horde of ghosts coming at them. Then approaches Josiah from behind, and he now is like like all painted up, like his face. He looks like he's in costume already. Yeah, and he has a big like um, scythe, like the Grim Reaper. That's his weapon. Yeah, it's his chosen weapon. He's got a black trench coat, kind of like all black, everything costume. He, he is Shadow Man. He's the, the Shadow Man. Right. He is pretty much laying waste to all these um, ghouls. And he's telling this leader of this team, his name is Docs. He's like, you guys should run. I got this, right? And Docs doesn't want to leave, but like some people are hurt already. He has to like help them. And he knows Shadow Man is trying to like sacrifice himself to save everybody. That's right. An impossible task. All these ghosts come in at him. And he meets his, uh, his rival there, this character called Dark. With a Q. <laughs> D-A-R-Q-U-E. I didn't, I wasn't sure if it was dark or dark K or dark Q. <laughs> I just kind of like, I think it's dark. Yeah, I'm, it's got to be dark. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, his uh, like look, it basically looks like Dead Man from DC. Sure. But his attitude is more sinister, yeah. like straight up serious villain type. He looks like Hellraiser, but without the pins. Good point. Yeah. A lot like, like, like that. They're fighting now and they're coming like blow to blow. Um, and I guess Shadow Man's weakness is the sun because Dark is like, oh, it's sunrise. You're there's no way you're gonna win now. So what Shadow Man does is he stabs Dark, and like together he drags them into the portal yeah. to like close the portal. And so that took place uh, long ago. Uh, Helena, she left on her own because she never waited up for Josiah. She just ran out there out the right. door, took the car and left Nala. Now it is, I'm assuming like 20 years later, we see this guy, his name is Jack. Uh, I think, how do you pronounce the last name? Boniface? I think it's Boniface. Boniface? I think just like reading it, I okay. guess. All right. It's uh, a, it should be a little bit French, right? Because it's Nala. Boniface. Boniface. <laughs> Jacques. Jacques Boniface. <laughs> it's close. Uh, he's... Return to New Orleans because he's trying to find his parents, which turns out is Josiah and Helena. So he grew up not knowing really much of either of them. That's true. Um, he's uh, back in town. Currently, he's like working as uh, like a tour guide or like a like more like a, a worker just at a museum, right. like a voodoo museum down in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. You see all like the massive, like these maybe shrunken heads there too on display. Yeah. Uh, very cool. He's meeting up with this private eye that I think he hired to find his parents. 
and he's got bad news. Like I found the records of her parents and their arrest records. Wow. And apparently they, they were criminals, right? Uh, the mom is like charged as like a thief. And then his dad, Josiah is like murder, thief, all these terrible things. Right. Dang. Even though we know as a reader, he was like a hero. Yeah. He was the shadow man. Right. Right. And now Jack realizes like, oh, this is where I come from. And he's very disappointed. Like he was hoping to find something great about them. And now he just feels like he has no one. A bit shocked. Um, sad to see this is the news of his what he comes from basically his right you know his his background um and now we catch up with these two policemen uh policemen and policewoman i should say as they arrive at a, a scene in a nightclub the next morning right what a scene it is it looks like a scene from blade yeah because when they get down to the the nightclub it is like a slaughterhouse like everyone there is dead and either like guts are spilling out or missing a limb or have blood out people are hanging from the raptors by their intestines like it is a gruesome scene right and they Do you remember the movie huh? the road the road yeah it's like that scene in that where it's just like bodies everywhere it's, i really try to block out that movie that movie is terrifying it's we, not as funny the second time <laughs> uh we never finished the movie it was it's, too much it's intense it's so like it's hard to watch we, I, I don't want to finish the movie. No, it's, yeah. It's like that scene. Yeah, I don't, like, it's, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie, but I can't recommend it. No, no one should yeah, watch it's, it. It's a terrible story. It's like, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad movie. It's a good movie. I think it's, it's well made. I don't, I'd never want to finish it's it. It's difficult. I'm sad I saw what I saw already. Yeah, it is uh, gut-wrenching. <laughs> It's a lot like that, a gory side, almost like a butcher house with all the bodies everywhere. Um, and then out of nowhere, like the body parts morph and they start like crawling to each other. Mm -hmm. And they form like one giant being. And this being starts talking like it has all the guts of everyone wrapped around it. And it has like, you know, like teeth and eyes everywhere. And it calls itself Mr. Twist. It's it got this creepy vibe, um, gigantic kind of big creature. Again, like fleshy. Yeah, it's made of guts. Right, uh, sinister looking guy. When he like whips his arm around, and two like flesh projectiles eject out and go into the mouths of his two police. Yeah, and then now it's almost like they're under his control. Like they've yeah. brainwashed him. And then later we see them still normal police officers, and they actually pull over. Uh, Jack. Jack, who's just walking down the street. Uh, it's a intense scene as Jack's like wondering, like, what did I do wrong? I'm just walking down the street when they're being very aggressive, right? These right. To handcuff him right away. They don't even say anything. Police officers take him in, put him in the back of the car. Right when they're about to close the door, we see the face of one of them with big, sharp, like sh uh, shark type teeth. <laughs> it's like Venom. Right. Just like that, that Mr. Twist character. And it's because they know who he is. He's the son of Josiah, the original Shadow Man, right? Yeah. And they kind of know that he's back. And because he's back, the, the Shadow Man like entity is after him right because the way the shadow man works is like there's this thing called the loa oh and it is it is like the shadow right and mm. it needs a host and josiah was like one of the hosts but now that he's gone and jack isn't back in nolens uh, he's like wanting to be the new host or the Lao wants him to be the new host. It knows it's in town. Is like, um, he's the next target, right? He's going to be right. possibly empowered with the Loa. Mm. And so these cops that are being possessed right now, they're hunting him down. Right. They've taken him now. He's handcuffed and they go out into the swamps 
and they throw him out there. He's still handcuffs, and they they start shooting him in the back without any warning. And they they don't look like cops anymore. They look like the monsters, right? Yeah. And point blank, they shoot him in the back, right? But as they shoot him, the Loa almost like inhabits him, and then he now is the new Shadow Man, uh, full like decked out in black. He looks a lot like Danny Phantom, which is an old <laughs> cartoon in、okay. uh, my era. Very cool, like a like a black superhero getup, basically. And the, again with the same. Voodoo face paint that his father had. Now you remember the team that was fighting like those ghost zombies earlier in the story. The team has now dwindled, and there's only two members left. Really? Wow. Uh, it's, a, it's their leader. His name is Docs,、mm-hmm. and he looks like if like Colonel Sanders was like a little person. True, yeah, right. Pretty good, up pretty on point. And then there's another woman that is like his. Sidekick or whatever. Her name is like Alyssa Miles. Okay, right. And Docs, he's like Blade's Whistler. Oh, good point. Yeah, right. He kind of looks like a shrunk down Whistler. Kind of, yeah. Yeah.、Um, remember how I said, oh, they're just shooting the zombies. How does that work? Right. He's actually putting magic on each bullet. What? <laughs> like hexes, right? Yeah, and he's like engraving these symbols on each bullet. Which is like putting a spell on them, which can now hurt the demons. Okay, he calls it necromantic energy, and it's like throughout everything, right? Yeah, and they show up in the swamp just in time. To help Shadow Man fight these police officer demons, right? They go out in in their car and they bum rush,、uh, run over one of these cop demon cops or whatever,、uh, and that gets attention of the other one where Jack can throw a punch to just break in like the entire head open、It's、of、like、one of these punch through、cops. the head. <laughs> And I think as Shadow Man, by like being engulfed by the Shadow Loa, he like it's almost like he knows a little more. He shares intelligence with this being, because he knows to reach in the mouth and pull out that like worm controlling thing、yeah. from the flesh monster and、Parasite. like kill that because that's it's being controlled through that by Mister Twist. So he's successfully able to take down these two demon cops,、um, and Docs and Alyssa are looking for him again, but out of nowhere he just disappears in the dead of night. Yeah, he is the shadows. Now we look up what、uh, Mister Twist has been up to. Again, he's like this big demon, hulking, fleshy character, and he decides to get a new suit, like just straight up. It's gotta look sharp. Three piece white suit. He's he's <laughs> he's in the Nola. <laughs> he's doing a big right. The Big Easy, right?、You、gotta look look the part. The Big Easy is that what it's called? Yeah, New Orleans is a nickname. The Big Easy. I like that. I never heard that before. Oh my god, it makes sense. That. Wow. <laughs> he's there getting a suit.、Um, You could tell, like the tailor's like nervous, like he's making a suit for a demon monster. Yeah, there's like a bunch of dead bodies. Supposedly, he like killed everyone there, right, right to get his suit. But there's one other guy, like with Mister Twist, and this guy looks like a regular businessman. Yeah, blonde white dude. I guess this guy is a representative of of like this almost like an evil council, right? Yes, a secret、uh, Illuminati type, almost like that, right? And they're all in cahoots because they're trying to bring back the their lord, their leader. Uh, dark. I see. Okay.、Right. And they see Mr. Twist as the conduit to get him back into the real world. Yeah, but Mr. Twist also has kind of like an ego, right? Because、mm-hmm. he's like, I'm the one that's here now, so you listen to me, right? And I, I'm the one in the three piece suit. <laughs> We're doing what I want to do.、Yeah. I want to go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Once his suit is done, he kills the the tailor. Right? He、yeah. just like kind of pushes his fingers through the guy's head and sucks his life force out or something. This is his fun. He's just going. He's like he's just ruling the town right now. Right? This is what what he's doing for vacation. This is what I'm gonna be doing pretty <laughs> soon. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do want to see you in a three-piece white suit. <laughs> um, Jack now wakes up and he's normal again, right? He's not Shadow Man. Yes. But he he remembers everything that happened last night. He got shot in the back. He runs Strange. to the bathroom and there's nothing. Like he's fine. He saw there's a hole in his shirt. It was real. And he has flashes of the Shadow Man in the right. mirror. It's like part of him now. That's right. He doesn't remember last night at all. It was like a, a blur, really. And you remember how Mr. Twist works for Dark? We see where he comes from. And it's this n- other realm that is, looks like it used to be something really like, almost like, I don't know, like Asgard or something. Like uh, uh, very regal. Grand. Um, think of like a ancient magic library or castle. Yeah, it, uh, really like this big castle used to be that. Now it looks like it is distraught, destroyed, run down. The skies are red. And it's alluded to is because Dark corrupted this place. Yes. Um, basically, he sucked up all, like he learned all the magic this place had to give and he just left it this hellscape. Right. So we know now that Dark is trying to get out of there into our world. Yeah. He created Mr. Twist and that's his whole plan to get back here. And now we catch up again with Jack. Remember, he works at like a museum mm-hmm. and meeting him there is Alyssa Miles, right? Oh. And she's pretty much like there to tell Jack what's going on and show him like everything that happened last night was real. And he doesn't want to believe it at first. So then she does something to prove that like all this is true. She lets her hand on fire like and it's like a blue flame on her hand. Like magic out of nowhere, blue flames. So he just instantly believes it's magic. Um, she lights him on fire in the hand and he doesn't feel it at all. It doesn't tingle. He's like, magic is real. Yeah, I believe it now. And she's like, okay, well, don't waste your time in this museum anymore. <laughs> Let's go to the office and talk about real magic stuff. Yeah. And back there at their headquarters is Doc's. Right. And he is like almost like doing a biopsy or inspecting, dissecting, dissecting that weird worm thing that was controlling the cops. He has it like all pinned down and he's trying to like figure out what this thing is or what, how it is connected to Mr. Twist. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. So Mr. Twist is using this. How, how does he communicate from far away? And then kind of just out of nowhere, Mr. Twist arrives through a portal <laughs> in the headquarters. Yeah. And it's bad because like they brought it there. So like he knew where their headquarters was. Right. So through a portal, like a, has like all these like weird symbols. He just walks right through in his three-piece suit. New look. He's, he's showing out right he's now. He's like, look at me now. <laughs> so right away, he's just like causing a mess, destroying everything, attacking all of them. The whole like headquarters, it gives this like steampunky type of vibe, everything, like sure. a library. And he's just wrecking it. He's like this big Hulk monster, like tossing everything around, yelling at him. He's getting shot up by Docs, but he just reforms. He's made out of flesh. Right. Docs is yelling like, you guys need to get out of here. Don't worry about me, right? Yeah. So the Jack and Alyssa run to the next room. And in the next room are like these other guys with guns, like drawing on them. And they're with the, the businessman guy that Mr. Twist was with. Mr. Devereux, right? Yeah. Like with the Illuminati type group, the henchmen. Mm-hmm. And so they're in a mix right now. The uh, Mr. Twist is hunting them down. Right. And surprisingly, um, Alyssa's like, we need the shadow man to help us, right? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what, I can't just control him, whatever. So what she does is she grabs a piece of broken glass and stabs Jack 
back to like it's almost like the Hulk or something like you have to get him out get angry right? yeah and then what they do is they fall through a trap door that they have and they fall down into a basement but then it's not like a regular basement it's almost like another realm like it's an in-between worlds kind of thing I believe like the shadow man needs the shadow to go through to this other world it's called the dead side yeah and it's just basically where like the dead live like a purgatory it's type almost, yeah exactly like a purgatory and when Alyssa lands there, she's by herself. She's alone now without Jack. And But she's surrounded by more of those like zombie ghost things. They're chasing her down, surrounding her, and they like want to feed on her like life energy, right. life force. They're always just hungry for life. But Jack landed like somewhere else. And when he wakes up, he's not alone either. There's like this monkey with a top hat that's painted like Shadow Man on him. Yeah. And he's like talking to him. This is very like, this is this is what I call voodoo. <laughs> talking monkeys he's talking in his old uh, creole voice too and, uh, i love it yeah uh, he's explaining where jack is like this is the dead side yeah we're on like the ghosts and ghoulies live it's a uh, like almost like a it's like the upside down right it's yeah. like a copy like a darker version of new orleans we're in right now right because it still looks like buildings but everything's like disheveled mm -hmm. and there's like no one else it's all dark meanwhile mr twist and devru they have docs they have them tied up and they're like torturing him to get answers right because they want shadow man they need to i guess kill him or capture him they notice there's like hex like tattoos on docks yeah and they, that supposedly like holds in this necromantic like he's like a big battery of energy right in him for some reason now Alyssa, she is still fighting off these demons right she she has a little bit of magic in her like she has like the fire magic right she's like an apprentice right right so she's trying to hold her own but there's just a lot of them jack's still wandering about the dead side when out of nowhere arrives another shadow man but not his shadow man this shadow man is the first shadow man Josiah. Yeah, the previous one. It looks like Shadow Man, right? It's not in like a human form, mm -hmm. like the weird superhero form, right? Right. But he looks like he's been there the whole time waiting for him. Very gaunt, right? Like skinny. And he's, uh, he almost like swipes at Jack, but instead he actually catches the shadow of Jack. It's very Peter Pan. Oh, okay. Very good. <laughs> and now the shadow is like stuck. He's trapped, right? And he's explaining like, I've been waiting, you, waiting for you to come here so that I could separate you from this. And this is the shadow Loa. Yeah. And he says, you're free now. Um, you can go and leave and be free of this. He, he hates this thing, this shadow, right? Yeah. And he's like, it'll be trapped here forever and you'll never like mess with you again if you just leave, right? But Jack knows if he leaves, his new friends are all in danger. Alyssa docks. But if he takes it up, takes up that Loa, he's stuck with it basically until he dies. Right. It's like a burden that he'll have forever. A responsibility. He takes that responsibility. He grabs the scythe that's holding it down, pulls it off so that the shadow is like free again and attaches on him. And he is like the new shadow man. And he looks and like his dad is gone. Out of nowhere disappears. Yeah. And he arrives to a Alyssa, who's being surrounded by the ghost, being hounded down, and quickly he can just swipe at them with the scythe, and they're gone. Now, Mr. Twist is trying to get enough energy and power and magic 
to reopen a, another portal so that dark can enter our world, right? Yes. A portal to that what used to be grand place. And what he does is he uses the energy from Doc's. Yeah. Like, like you said, he was like a battery almost. He like puts his fingers on him and then it's like sucking the energy out of him. To make this portal, this hex portal back to the other universe and arrives in just dark, just th- through the right. through the portal. But instead of dark, instead of the portal to there, he opens another a, a different portal opens. And I guess this is to the dead side. Yeah. And Jack and Alyssa jump out. <laughs> Jack as Shadow Man. And they're able to free Docs. Quickly with his new scythe, he chops off the head of Mr. Twist. But again, he's made out of flesh. He can just reform anytime <laughs> he wants. Uh, there's some really cool shots of like acrobatic moves by Shadow Man. He's he's kind of like a like a like a Deadpool almost or something like that. Okay, the yeah. way he fights, uh, he literally cuts Mister Twist in half at the waist, right? And he starts like cutting off every limb. Like that's the way you have to like defeat Mister Twist is just like separate him so much. Right, right. right. It's very like um, Terminator Two. Like it just. Getting him into different parts, right? <laughs> as, as little bits as he can to cut him down. And then Doc's is thinking in his head, oh, like, uh, okay, so he's like activate, he was trying to activate the spell. Oh, you know what? Actually, I think Mr. Twist is the spell. Yeah. He is the energy that opened the door, right? So what Shadow Man does is he takes Mr. Twist, and it's the same as what original Shadow Man Josiah did with Dark. Yeah. He like grabs him and pushes him through the portal into the dead side, right? Really? And what, what Mr. Twist doesn't realize is in the dead side, uh, you know all those... Uh, like it, when he kills somebody and takes their life, yeah, those souls, those spirits end up in the dead side. Oh, and those are all like those zombie ghosts that are attacking them before. Those are all his victims. So now they're like working for Shadow Man, like they're trying to hunt down Mr. Twist around him. Yeah, because Mr. Twist is like all their embodiment, right? Oh. So they're like now they're all jumping on him to feed on him. Yeah, they want back their flesh, basically, right? They're just gnawing at him, right? And this pretty much kills Mr. Twist. And with one giant, like, final blow, Shadow Man defeats all of them. Nice. And it's like a cool, like, he grabs Alyssa and Docs, and they're, like, jumping out of the portal right before it, like, closes. Superman jump, or, like, just getting out of there, right? And they're getting, they get pushed back into the real world, back into the headquarters. Uh, Kind of a mission accomplished. It's pretty much like, okay, we're fine for now. And we see Dark... And he's actually with that, like, voodoo monkey. Back of the dead side. Yeah, and he's like, you know, Shadow Man is back. So it's going to take more for us to, like, get into the world and, and take over. This, like, mastermind villain type character. And he's stuck in this dead side world full of necromantic energy. What can he, like, drop to get back there? Right. So it was a really, that's the end of, we just did four issues. That's the first volume. Yeah. Uh, already expanded the world in just four issues, like the whole like dead side and where dark comes from, and this whole like what like it's almost like voodoo, but like comic book voodoo. yeah, like superhero, you know, the origins of uh, mythology or lore in that yeah. it worked perfectly. Um, edgy because everything's like all black and white, right? <laughs> and I thought it's cool, like the Shadow Loa entity, yeah, like takes over and it's like passed down almost. It's almost like a curse, even though you get powers, yeah, right. So I thought it was pretty cool, like a Venom type, you know, curse over your shoulder type thing. Sure, yeah. Um, I think Pitch Perfect bulletproof premise with as far as like comic book. I mean, it, it's yeah, it it's kind of template, but it's yeah. very well done. I think, yeah, and it it fits a niche that um is a niche or niche niche. 
niche, I believe. <laughs> I think a, both work. Yeah, but which which do I like better? <laughs> I would say niche. It fits a niche that is missing in the Valiant universe. The magic. Yeah, because oh, yeah. it has like, you know, sci-fi and space and, you know, like just regular superpowers like, like Harbinger does. And this is like the supernatural side of it. I think so. We've seen some of like style like this in like Brother Voodoo and Marvel, whatever. Right. I think John Constantine in a way. Sure, yeah. But this is the more just like, I think this character, Shadow Man, is more the forefront of the Valiant Universe in the circle of yeah. newer characters, I think. It was very popular when it first came out, really? like the original series. Oh. It was like 100,000 copies a month, I think it would sell. Serious? Yeah. Wow. Well, this is like when comic books was like oh, yeah. comic books. like Any, Anyone everyone. can make one? Yeah. Okay. And it was like comic book stores were packed back then. Wow. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> unfortunately but this was great I think um, Valiant loves secret societies and like yes. every comic book has one of those it seems <laughs> like do, yeah. right yeah I, I think it kind of works it lands, builds the world of their respective comic books yeah we get a glimpse of their secret society and it's like full of like businessmen and politicians and all these like people of power just hiding in plain yeah, sight that worship this like demon dark character yeah it's like real with the real world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that was um, Shadow Man. Really entertaining. Uh, I love how Valiant is expanding the universe, even though this is up actually a couple of years old already. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I've I read this outside of the podcast before yeah. a long time ago. It's a really good read. Yeah. All right. Well, that was Shadow Man. Want to get into side stories? I do. I popped on the newest Netflix release, an action movie. It's called The Gray, the Gray Man. Man. I'm also going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, just, just a quick summary. Ryan Gosling is a prisoner that's l let out of prison by the government to become an assassin, basically. Right. Recruited He's, by the CIA through Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, I call him Bim and Bob Thornton. <laughs> Bim and Bob Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> he is... A bad guy, but doing good, quote unquote. So he's a gray man, right? Okay, yeah. All right, that's the whole idea, right? Um, and so uh, he is just doing the job. He's good at the job. He's like an assassin. He got trained by the government. He's doing good. When he finds out something, his bosses are not uh, uh, it's sideways, like doing what they shouldn't be doing, right? With the, the, the people hiring him that took him out of prison, right? They're doing some shady stuff. Sure. And so um, these original people find find out that he knows and now they're chasing after him mm -hmm. right and then they hire like uh chris evans yeah who is like kind of like the same thing like also like an assassin but, but like private private that's true and he's also like a sociopath yeah like he's he'll use methods that are not moral or like, break like it's like war crimes <laughs> yeah uh torturing is like a hobby for him like, yeah. that kind of guy um, that's the whole basis of the movie. Yes. Right? And it's just him hunting him. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Gosling is kind of like this kind of deadpan kind of character, just kind of getting chased down, like dealing with all this crap, like, oh man, getting chased down by this, this yeah. random assassin type person. And then Chris Evans, right? Captain America himself. Mm -hmm. He's this mustachio. He wears a mustachio the whole time. He's also wearing a shit eating green the whole time because <laughs> he's like such like a douchebag, a sociopath. Yeah. All this is in the trailer. So yeah. we're not, let's not spoil anything 
just yet. Okay, sounds good. Um, that's the whole basis of the whole thing, basically. What do you, what do you think? What are you, anything you want to introduce about this, it? This is maybe the best non-Marvel Russo brothers project I've seen, but okay, only because the other ones I I think are not that good at all. True, as far as so movies, like, yeah. So it's, this is like pretty good. So it, it already meets like it, it's not better than any of the Marvel stuff they've done, hands down. Um, uh, I think it might not be as good as their community episodes. <laughs> But what I've learned from the Russo brothers is they they take good things from other things. And yeah. um, this movie is a mash of like the best of like the John Wicks and the Mission Impossibles and the James Bond. And they kind of just develop a story around that and then put the best elements of those into an action movie. Interesting. And, um, and it has, I mean... Um, it's kind of good, not great. Like, yeah. I, I, I was entertained. I wanted to finish it, but it's not better than the best Mission Impossible or James Bond or John Wick movie. I think it's like um, uh, Jack of all trades, but master of none. Of, of Like, it's a mishmash of all those things you mentioned. It just doesn't go as far into any of the best things that they're at. Like, it's not, it's not as amped up of action as John Wick, like you said. Right. Uh, it doesn't have the intrigue of a Jason Bourne. No. Right. And the action, big action sequences are still not close to like the big action sequence of a Mission Impossible or a Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> <laughs> not a single dinosaur. <laughs> There's not even dinosaurs in this. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but yeah, it is on that edging of that like Fast and the Furious ridiculous action. A little bit, but like they're not that far yet. They're not going to space. True. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like you said, Ryan Gosling is still like that. I have a smart Alec come back to everything you say. Yes, exactly. He's kind of a. Uh, I think this this is not my favorite Ryan Gosling role. Sure. He's one of my favorite actors because you love Crazy Stupid Love. I love Crazy Stupid Love. I love Drive. Um, I love in other movies. I've seen this movie called Lars and the Real Girl. It's a yeah, weird. It's a good movie. I like that movie. He's have one of my favorite actors. This is not his best movie. I mean, it's pretty good. It was like also like. Oh, we're seeing him in an action movie. I don't think we've gotten that much Ron Gosling action. Like, drive, he's in a car. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, sure, yeah. He's. I don't think he's an action star. He might not be the... Maybe this is just training for something else that I'm going to get into later. What, what, what about... Um, is it The Nice Guys? Yeah. I think his character in that and his character in this are almost identical. Like, like the 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 personality. I agree. Which he, is just Ryan Gosling's acting. That's how he is always. He's <laughs> When he's showing uh, personality, some like emotion, yeah, yeah he's that guy. Uh, he's like a, a goofy character. But I that was more successful in the comedy. Yeah. And also like, he's the butt of the joke in that. Right. Here he's like the guy struggling to get through it, but right. he's like successfully doing it. Mm -hmm. um, Chris Evans is—it's great to see him in a different role. True, it's not the first time he's played a villain, and it, it's—he is like I don't know, like I—I I think he was good in it, but if there was another actor that was just more believable as a villain, maybe it would be better. Yeah, because it's like a handsome guy is hunting an even handsomer guy. <laughs> <laughs> the the mustache is not fooling anybody. <laughs> no, right? The the Chris Evans thing, I think he just wants to do is switch it up, right? Like he's sure. tired of Captain America being that symbol. Right. Um and he's done something like this before and knives out like the the whole vibe of this movie is it's cheeky. Yeah. You know, it's like tug and cheek everything. Uh, 
um, which I, it, it didn't land that as much as I wanted it to. It just like, it, it's an okay movie. It's okay. I was entertained while watching it. Yeah. I don't need to watch it again. Here's what it is. It's a stream it movie. Yes. It's not a buy it. It's not a pass. Mm-hmm. It's a stream it. Yeah. You or, should watch it if you like action movies or not, and you'll be fine. <laughs> Either or. You decide. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're paying for Netflix. Watch it, I guess. Yeah. They can use the help. Uh <laughs> There's other, it's just comparable to all the other action streaming movies. Like there's like uh, Terminalist, like that new one. I think it's going to be just as good as this. There's like Triple Frontier. There's a Red Notice. I think it's better than those. Yeah? But just barely. Yeah, that might be right. Yeah. Um, It did really well because one, they're making a sequel. They are? Yeah. Already greenlit. Hmm. And two, they're making a spinoff. So it's a cinematic universe. Wow. It does have that like John Wick type thing where it could be a spinoff of big a world maybe yeah i don't know if i need it <laughs> it's like a funny jason bourne movie yeah somewhat and again edging into that like unrealistic action a little bit yeah and like they, there's like 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 big things being torn up sure you remember that and it's just like this is this doesn't have the realism of a mission impossible yeah like there's like a okay we'll, we'll get into a little bit of spoilers now okay there's a scene where like he's handcuffed to a bench yeah I and like like there's that. like this huge gunfight of like SWAT team versus like a, almost like another private military and he's in the middle of it and he's not getting hit and there's like I can barely reach the gun I'm gonna get out of this I'm dodging bullets while smiling or something or laughing about it it's just it's it's a little too much of that like it's it's a Russo Brothers movie. Uh, yeah, that scene was a uh, mission in Call of Duty. Sure. Call of Duty campaign. It's like yeah. unrealistic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you get shot and healed in a second or whatever. Like it's not yeah, he was real. Middle of a gunfight and he, no one could hit him. Like there's literally people trying to shoot him 360. Right. And he, no one could hit him. And you guys are saying like, oh, come on guys, it's an action movie. But yeah. I kind of expected something different from this. Watching it from the trailer... I didn't expect it to veer off this part of the spectrum in realism and fun, ridiculous action. Right. Like, like if one was pure real and 10 was ridiculous out of this world, it's like a seven, mm-hmm. right? That's that's exactly what I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was like, okay, more spoilers. Like there's a specific scene. It can feel it's a Russo brother in this scene specifically. Like the they're fighting near fireworks going on. Uh-huh. The look of it, it looks like everything is CG and it sure. probably is, right? Yeah. But it feels a lot like the end game atmosphere of the, like the last clip where like the base is all- it's Just rubble. Rubble. Yeah. It feels like the environment feels like it's the same like Russo brothers vibe and I didn't like that. Like it, like a very. It's early in the movie, and it took me out of the movie. <laughs> took you out of the movie. The yeah. first scene. <laughs> it was like the floor looks CG. Like everything about it. Ryan Gosling is like I, I know I said he couldn't get hit, but he does get very injured in the movie. That's like, true. Yeah. Shot, stabbed multiple times. And yet he just keeps like, and just gets back up. Yeah. You didn't like that? It's like, don't get him, don't stab him so many times if you want me to believe he's going to keep getting back up. Yeah, that's true. It's not also like the legend of like a John Wick where you can believe it almost. Right. Pure yeah. will. Yeah. Maybe build up the character a bit more, mm-hmm. training or whatever. But uh, I didn't hate it. Like, I'm not going to say yeah, I like, don't miss it. Like, if, if, miss it. If the reviews for the second one are good, I'm still going to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Ana Diarmas is in it. Yes. She's like a fellow agent, not necessarily an assassin, but like in the same. She's kind of like caught up in it. She's like a handler. Yeah. Coworker just gets roped into it. Uh-huh. My question is, did we need the character? Yes. You think so? Yeah. You need a Bond girl. That, that, that's what I'm asking. Is she just like the symbol? 
like you know the sex of what kind of character no she does things and without her ryan Gosling would be very alone because yeah. they have to team up but I, I, i'll say this i like her role in this more than what's the last james bond movie never never no time to die no time to die yeah in that movie felt way more like just put a pretty face in this movie she's in like one scene in that she, movie. i mean she is looks like a bond girl yeah but i felt like she brought like this funness to that role that was came like well, out of nowhere she's which definitely I think worked. more important in this movie though yes Gray Man. the thing is well like she's important but she like she's like she saved the day a couple times but it's like that's just because the other two had were fighting hand-to-hand and she's the one that had a gun or something sure it seemed like Wah. then there's other characters like um i think her name is like jessica henwick yeah right from matrix and uh yeah. iron fist i much like her more in those other two things oh really yeah <laughs> she's um I don't know. She's okay in this. Not not great. Who is like the like person her. that picks her hair? Yeah, that's a bad haircut. I think this, this one and the Matrix. The Matrix, I'm okay with because it, it's the Matrix. But this one, I'm like, I already don't like how you're. <laughs> The way you were. hairdresser. So, um, and then the guy that, like, the real villain, mm-hmm. was he in, I don't know this actor, but is that the guy from, like, Bridgerton or something? I think so. Yeah. I At first, I was like, I don't believe him as this bad guy, right? That is, will do anything to win or get his way. Okay. Even though he is, spoiler alert, in the CIA, he's the one trying to cover up things. But by the end, I kind of believed it. I think he actually seemed pretty realistic. Like this kind of guy that's just like a douchebag that in the work environment would do yeah. it. That they, type of thing. Well, like the modern age of that. Yeah. Yeah. They try to back him up in that role by saying like... um Someone higher up is like pushing him forward by allowing him to do these things so oh. that they could use him. They they like drop that line somewhere. Oh, I didn't even think so. Yeah. So there's an inkling there of an expanded universe. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah. They drop that saying like uh, he is like being groomed to be bigger so that he's getting away with doing these things. Okay. Okay. Someone's covering his back type yeah. of thing. Yeah. All right. But all right. um. Okay. All in all, like like I said, I think it's pulling things from other movies and not executing them as well. Right. Same thing here. Uh, I don't know if the Russo brothers can make a great movie outside of Marvel. Mm-hmm. And Do you think they ever will? They're not doing Secret Wars, so it's not going to be that either. <laughs> I'm actually like, give them another Avengers thing. I don't know. Like, a part of me thinks the Avengers movies, well, Infinity War is so great, but like, they didn't write those movies. Yeah. Right? Did they write these movies, like Grey Man? Oh, did they? I don't think they wrote it. Okay. I don't know. Either way, um, I'm curious if we'll get the next ones X out of this, but the biggest news. That was not, it was not even at Comic-Con. Uh-huh. The biggest comic book news yeah. anywhere okay. is that Ryan Gosling is probably going to be Ghost Rider. Is that true? <laughs> it was like a thing, like he mentioned in an interview, like, oh, I kind of want to play Ghost Rider. You know, before that, everyone wanted to play Nova. That was so, a real rumor. So then they kept asking him about it. He was like, no, I want to play Ghost Rider. Yeah, do it. I, Ke- I, Kevin Feige is like, yeah, uh, I think he's great. I think he could work as Ghost Rider. Like he actually yeah. like, said that. So like, well, I think okay. it's going to happen. It's got to be motorcycle Ghost Rider, right? I think so. That makes sense. He's, I think he's like a motorcycle guy. Because if we're talking car one, it's like a Latino character. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's married to a Latino. That could work. Okay. Is that enough? Maybe she'll be it. She was in Ghost Rider. I know. That's the connection. <laughs> Maybe the power is transferred through her onto him. Oh, wow. Multiverse. Like spreading. <laughs> okay. 
Oh man. I wanted to happen. Like how we push to get Snyder cut. I want to push this to happen. Hashtag make Ryan Gosling Ghost Rider. The audience wants it cut. Do you think he's a great actor? Yes. And I also think his like stoic thing that he does in like Drive and Blade Runner, I think it could work for a Johnny Blaze. Because he's kind of like just uh um you know like a loner character anyways, right? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, why not? (laughs) No one I think no one's knows the personality of Ghost Rider that well. He's kind of like a blank slate because he's most of the time sure. skull on fire. Well, he has the best covers from the 90s. I'll say that. Right. He does. <laughs> They're All Ghost Rider comics in the 90s looked amazing. I wanted to do one for the show. Yeah. Like do a story. And I was like, this has like no story. It's just, <laughs> it's just cool. artwork. It's just very cool artwork. It's I'll just a skull you- on fire on a motorcycle. They didn't have to put that much work around it, right? No. It's going to sell. <laughs> Do the same thing, right? Just make it make it all style, no substance. Yeah. Uh, I know this episode's long, but mm-hmm. I, I've been holding this for side stories for so long. I just gotta talk about it. Okay. Really quick. The Bear on oh. Hulu is probably the best show this year. It deserves an Emmy. There's an episode that I think is maybe the best, one of the best one episode things in television oh, like, yeah. as of late. And uh, it's going to get a second season. You should watch it if you haven't seen it. Watch it. It was on Hulu, right? Where you're, yeah. So you watch the whole show and then you're like, okay, you got, you, and then you just started watching it again. And then I was yeah. in the room like, all right, I'll just watch it turns out it's a great show guys it's a great great show and it's not long you could watch it over a weekend true they're 30 minute episodes which is like unheard of for like a scripted drama usually they're an hour it moves it moves it's great there's no unnecessary stuff in it yeah it's solid storytelling very true very true yeah uncomfortable at points but also it keeps the energy up keeps you moving it's like a moving kitchen right there's a bus right you feel like you're really in it yeah totally you're, it's, uh, it's, I like it more than the Green Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably feel the same way, to be honest. All right. Uh, you have anything else you want to talk about? No, that's that's it for me. Uh, Gray Man. Stream it. No, stream the bear. There, I <laughs> scream that first. All right. Guys, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Um, don't forget to subscribe. If you can, leave a review. That always helps. Uh, and then uh, follow us on social media like Daniel says on Instagram Facebook and Twitter at the Reader Copy Podcast follow us there uh, listen to our podcast every single episode do it now do you have an outro? if you like what we had to say about the book pick it up and read your copy goodbye everyone goodbye everyone